This is Train by Grace 2 with Catherine Elizabeth, and we're continuing in Isaiah. And we're going to divide this section up a little bit because this first part of Isaiah 42 is clearly, 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 clearly a prophecy about Jesus. And he quotes it, half of it. The other half of this will be finished at his second coming. Then the next part of the chapter goes to um, a back and forth about God wanting to bring forth this great joy and Israel not really accepting it or listening to it. And then... Uh, it goes into chapter 43, God's redemption. So we're going to stick with 42, 1 through 9. Because this is such a beautiful, beautiful section. And I think it deserves just some concentration. So, chapter 42 of Isaiah, verse 1. Behold my servant whom I uphold, my chosen, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry aloud or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a faintly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be discouraged till he has established justice in the earth and the coastlands wait for his law. Thus says God the Lord who created the heavens and stretched them out. Just picture that. Who created the heavens and stretched them out. Who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it, and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will give you as a covenant for the people, a light for the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison, those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord, that is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to carved idols. Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. There's just two beautiful Beautiful pictures um, with smaller pictures within them. And the first is the picture of his chosen servant. Jesus had on this earth his spirit, the Holy Spirit, upon him. And that was very clear at his baptism. Um, and justice occurs... 
because if we truly lived out what Jesus tells us to do, justice would occur. Which seems backwards, because we think that enforcing our laws, etc., etc., bring about justice when we don't choose to follow the law of God and we don't choose mercy and forgiveness at times. And so we play into power rather than playing into right. And those who choose right and wrong. And because of that, justice really isn't done. Now, that's my very limited explanation, so therefore, feel free to argue with that. But here's the thing. God's justice works. Are we going to take part of it or not? Are we going to take part in it or not? And then the second picture is the calling of God into this covenant, which is the new covenant or the new testament under Jesus, calling his people into this covenant and the, the person, personal call. I have I am the Lord, I have called you in righteousness, verse six, I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will give you as a covenant for the people. So the covenant is not rules written down anymore. The covenant is the person of Jesus. And by doing that, God does something interesting. A light for the nations to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison, those who sit in darkness. So God says, I'm going to make, I'm going to have someone who is my express image, my son, your covenant, rather than dealing with idols or pictures or symbols or any of that, my son is going to be the covenant. And this is what he's declaring to them in Isaiah. Because they're totally forsaking the previous covenant and have for years, some more, some less. Some rediscover it and realize how good God is when they're blessed by it. And then the next generation trashes it all. And the people went through this up and down roller coaster. And God says, nope, next covenant I'm going to make is going to be very closely with each person to the person of my son one-on-one -on -one with God. Isn't that beautiful? Absolutely beautiful. Let's pray. Father God, it's still hard. If we really, really think about it, 
that you who who did spread out the heavens, who made everything, has chosen to come to earth as a baby, live life on this earth, die for us, and rise again, offering to those who are willing eternal salvation. And the fact that we don't always take you up on that, the fact that that didn't convert the entire world, the fact that that didn't redo the DNA from the beginning of time and when Adam and Eve sinned, that 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 the new heavens and the earth didn't dawn the day you were born onto this earth is actually pretty astounding. Your patience is incredible. And yet we take it for granted. Oh, dear God, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for your covenant in your son. Thank you that this became something more than words on a page that we humans can either ignore or, or twist. Thank you that you didn't send some screaming asteroid from the sky. Thank you that you personally meet us where we are. You don't have to do that. But you do. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for being willing and rejoicing in our salvation and humbling yourself. More than any of us could even think about humbling ourselves. To do what seemed impossible and that is redeem mankind. Thank you. Holy Spirit, we thank you for being the spirit of this entire project and guarding us and guiding us and being the seal of our salvation until that day. We can't wait to rejoice. I can't wait to rejoice with you in heaven over the finished project of all of this being done and those who are redeemed, redeemed and all that is bad and hurtful and painful being banished, death being banished forever and ever. Thank you. In Jesus' precious name I pray, to you be the power and the glory and the kingdom forever and ever. Amen. This is Turn by Grace 2, and if you're listening to this pod- podcast, I wanted to say thank you. And there are various things you can do as a next step. Number one, if you need to know more about Jesus being your Savior and Lord, please get a hold of me via email 
at trained by grace too, all one word. Trained by grace, trained, T-R-A-I-N-E-D, by grace too, at gmail.com. And put in the subject line podcast um, for all of these options. So if you need to know more about Jesus, please get a hold of me. Or someone you know who knows Christ. Um, if you would like to be part of this prod- podcast proclaiming his excellencies, you can put subject line podcast. would like to be part of proclaiming God's excellencies. If you would like to have a resource, have a Bible sent to you, please put that in the email. If you have a prayer request, put that in the email. So thank you for getting in touch with me. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And may you be blessed um, and know Jesus is your Savior and Lord. And remember, you are one of God's excellencies.